talented on the beat. Welcome to another episode of Magnificent Vibes Podcast, aka MVP, where we talk about sports, music, media, and stuff that you might or might not care about. In today's episode, I have a lot of questions concerning this NBA playoff race. We're going to answer all of these questions and some of the drama that's been transpiring in the process during these NBA playoff race. Me and Ian will be talking about more in depth into what we feel is going to happen. We also are going to analyze playoff matchups that we would like to see happen in the playoffs. In our mailbag segment, we're going to tap into the whole drama that happened during the Oscars. Will Smith giving us the slap heard around the world. But we're going to do a little different twist on what happened with mailbag time. And also we have a fizz face battle between Sharks and J&J's Fish. And we have some awards to give out. So with that being said, sit back. Relax, grab some popcorn, and enjoy the show. What up, what up? What's going on? We back, we back. Man, it wasn't a long time this time, though. No, no, not terribly. Nope, nope, we back again. Y'all like us, right? (laughs) (laughs) We just checking, we just checking. Y'all still listening. Yeah, man. (laughs) Hey, yeah, we actually we got we've been getting some good feedback from the show. I actually uh, shout out to this is it's a brother that uh, followed me on Instagram. Yeah, he's a big music head. Uh, he actually shouted out your show on on, on IG, man. Oh yeah, snap! Yeah, he, he uh, Money Banks. He go by that's his DJ name, Money Banks. Money Banks. Or okay. Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank. And uh, yeah, he he shouted the show out, man. He he shot actually he shouted out the episode that I was on with with you um, for the season finale. Oh man, shout out to Money in the Bank, man. Yeah, appreciate the love. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But with that being said, man, how's things been going, man? Was life like? Man, things been going good, man. Things been going good. It's uh, you know, crappy weather we've been dealing with, but you know, oh, that's man, it's awful. That's 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 spring in Chicago, but um, you know we getting everything in together. We got a venue for our memorial, you know. So oh y'all do, good. y'all do. Yeah, what? yeah. Y'all found a school or something? Uh, we found a spot. A couple brothers on the body found a spot in Indiana in Hammond called the Lotus Room. Um, you know, it, it looks like a spot where you know kids might have prom at or something like that. So, um, yeah, yeah, it looks like it's gonna work. Oh, that's what's up. We have an Oz at the Kingdom Hall. We was oh, able to, okay, okay. Yeah, we was able to get first dibs, so we'll be we'll be going. <laughs> How's y'all pull that off? Hey man, I gotta shout out our coordinator, man. He he jumped on it. He was like, man, we about to call, we about to call Cobbs, man. So he did. He did that. He called Cobbs on, on seven. The other congregation had nothing to do but to agree and had theirs. I think I think they have theirs like 8 30, 8 45. The only thing is we gotta clean like right afterwards, man. So that's gonna be a pain. But you know, hey, at least we getting it done at seven. And I hear a lot of congregations are having theirs at like 9 30, almost 10 o'clock. 
Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeesh. Well, hey, I mean, they, they doing their best to be obedient. I can't yeah. knock it. Yeah, I can't knock it either, man. They, you know, Branch said they want it in person, so they 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 got to do it. So, they, uh, yeah, it's, man, 9 30, 10 o'clock. That's 10 o'clock is the latest I heard. So, yeah, I, 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 I latest I heard so far was nine, but 10? Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, ten o'clock is the latest I've heard. If somebody, hey, hey, call the show or something like that. If you, if you, <laughs> if your memorial is at eleven, yeah, like, yeah. I so I, so we can laugh that. at you in your face. <laughs> yeah, hey man, and, and and get get at us, man, because I know plenty of earlier memorials you can make. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Quite quiet as kept. I'm not making my memorial this year. You know, um, I, I'm I'm actually gonna be in my parents' memorial because my. Cause my father's giving a memorial talk and um i haven't heard him get a memorial talk since i was in like kindergarten so oh wow um, i'm gonna uh i'm gonna go ahead and, and support theirs plus with us being the only congregation in our facility this year for the memorial all the work is falling on guess who mm-hmm. you know the elders the few elders we have a few young elders we have and ministerial servants so it's like man for once man for once i just want to be at a memorial and actually enjoy myself and don't have to worry and, about nothing yeah because like had i made my my congregation memorial not only would i have to have been an emblem attendant i also would have had to have done parking it sounds like so it's like man when am i you know gonna enjoy that with my enjoy enjoy my family right I, right I got a family you know right yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, unfortunately, I can't do that because I'm actually giving the talk. So, oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, so uh, be my first one that I've ever given. I'm extra. Really? Yeah, man. I never gave a memorial talk. Oh, snap. Okay. I got a chance to give ours in um, 2020. Oh, nice, nice. That was like the first like like digital one, right? Like Yeah, cool. sure was full video conferencing yep sure was sure was and i was still nervous yeah i'm sure man it's it's not easy man giving this memorial talk like a lot of pressure is on you to you know make sure you keep it dignified and making sure the information get out there so that new people can understand it good and and everything but leave enough airspace to have new ones have questions and maybe like potential studies start you know what i mean so that that's what i like about me personally the outline it's just nerve-wracking man I, i've been a nervous wreck ever like for the last ever since the in-person meeting announcement i've been like oh you gotta be <laughs> kidding me you gotta be kidding me plus plus they did me kind of dirty like like they got me giving the first public talk back for the first meeting mm-hmm and they were originally gonna have me go out to Salt Salt Trail. Like I don't know if you know what I said, but that's yeah, I know what Salt Trail out is. And like I'm like, yo, can I? I had to call my talk coordinator. Like, yo, can first meeting back? Can I be with my own congregation? It has been over two years. Like he's like, oh yeah, that's a good idea. So I'll I'll call the brother Salt Trail and see if they want to do the same thing. And then that brother was like, yeah, let's. Can we just be with our own congregation the first week back so but i still got to get a talk the first week back so it's like <laughs> at y'all <hall. laughs> yeah at my hall it's like man like it's like right it's like get hot right back in the saddle digging <laughs> like, 
No waste of time. Get this and I got work. a part Wednesday. And I got a part Wednesday. Oh wow. Crazy. It's like, cause I, I'm one of those people, it's like I I, I kind of seriously contemplating exploring the hybrid option, you know, and it's like, you know, I got an immunocompromised wife and, you know, like, I just, I don't know, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not there yet. I'm not comfortable yet. It's like, I'm going to have to pull a Will Smith. Keep my name. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Speaking of that, man, is that a part of the shout outs or you got another shout out? No, I got some. I got some shout outs though. Um, shout out, man, to all those extra behind talk coordinators who all of a sudden needed to pivot after the announcement. All these talk coordinators who be booking folks, speakers from Colombia and Sweden to give talks throughout the year, and now all of a sudden they got to pivot and find local brothers now because the branch wants us to use brothers who can actually be at the hall. I, I predicted that as soon as men person meeting got announced. That's the first thing I thought about. Jokes the on first y'all. thing. Jokes on y'all. Yep. I, I, I being extra. I made a meme about it. I was so like, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Now I talk coordinator don't really know people like that. Our current talk coordinator. So we've been getting mostly local buzz. So he good. We we're, we're we're all good going into the next few months into back being back to in-person meetings so we good you know but yeah you got a lot of these brothers man i'm I'm, I'm gonna shout out this one brother he got i ain't gonna say his name but you know this man ended asked me for our talk coordinator me thinking oh yeah we cool i used to cut your hair and everything you know you yeah i can come give a talk at your hall you can get a talk at my hall but he he knows rusty so okay. this man ended up getting Rusty over there, and he, Rusty's the only brother that he got over there to give a talk. And I'm like, oh, so with that, you know what I mean? Like you don't even you don't even invite your boy to come give a talk after I didn't gave you a talk coordinator's number. Then when I addressed him about it, he like you know when and this is when the pandemic like first began, and he was like, oh well, yeah, I got brothers coming from. Yeah, you know, I got brothers coming from uh, Bethel giving a talk. I got, cu- I got another SKE couple. I got this. I got that. I was like, oh, so well, my chopped liver. Like <laughs> now, I'm chopped liver now. Like you, you, you begged me to get my number so you can get me over there, and then you don't even get me. You get another brother, and then now when I'm like inquiring about it, you got everybody in the world giving the talk from hong kong and you know all these other places man it's like hey man okay. he, they don't your brothers like that on voicemail status with me like yeah they number pop up i don't even pick up like like you know not 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 being like petty or nothing but it's like okay you ask us for a speaker and we gave you a speaker in the clutch but then when we asked for a speaker back oh no oh, oh we, we 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 booked we booked like all right right yeah right when you want a regular speaker oh it's not good enough so we're gonna get somebody that we'd rather get somebody from bethel or 
uh, graduated from SKE or other places, uh, former circuit well, overseer. It's not even that. If you, like, it, for me, it's not even that. It's like, if you want to get Bethel speakers, fine, get Bethel speakers, but don't ask us for a favor and then not return, be ready to return a favor. I mean, like, come on, man. Your average congregation got at least four brothers that go out and give talks. Are you, exactly. you telling me you can't share one? Right. That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's like, man, that's why I couldn't be the talk coordinator because I'll be going on off on brothers. It's like, I mean, you, 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 you from my side of town, Rodney, you know how it goes. Sometimes brothers use that position to kind of make a statement as far as like, you know, whatever clout they might have. And you know what I mean? And oh, I got this brother and I got that brother. And it's like, yo, it's not about that. It's just, it's about what, what, what information does the congregation need to hear? What outlines does the congregation need to hear? Not like what speaker we got. I'm about to and say something. Go ahead. Go ahead. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm about to say something real controversial. And you might not agree with me on this. If you agree with me, that's fine too. <laughs> I feel like, bro, I feel, and I'm not, I'm just generalizing. I'm not saying all elders in Chicago are like this, but Chicago, in my opinion, has a reputation for judging brothers off their speaking ability. If you're not a good speaker, they don't want nothing to do with you. Oh, absolutely. But but I mean, yeah, you're you're absolutely right, Rodney. You're absolutely right. I just had this conversation with another brother and you know, we we were kind of talking about more or less we were talking about like what determines a good speaker. Because I've heard brothers who give a talk and the friends go, man, that was great. Because because the brother has a very dynamic way of speaking or bombastic way of speaking. You look at the outline that he went off of and he ain't stick to the outline. Exactly. But the perception is that he's a good speaker. Then you have brothers who, for let's see, how can I put this in a PC way? Um, since we have multicultural listeners. But you have certain brothers who don't speak who are who brother who brothers who look like me and you but they don't use aave at all mm-hmm. and they're perceived as better speakers right so but you know they'll use words that don't really obviously have the meaning they think it has um they just they're trying they're just trying to say big words that's all Right, right, or, or they they might just even have a pleasant voice, you know. They they, um, they, they sound like Tyrone Biggums, so to speak. <laughs> no, they sound like that reporter. That reporter Dave Chappelle used to play. <laughs> oh, the reporter. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, but hey, you know that's Chicago. It's it's Chicago's a political city, and or even worse, you, or even worse, Oswald Bates. They try to sound like Oswald Bates and they're just like if we live in color and they just trying to say something. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> that's trying that's to use that. big words and they don't even make no sense. Yeah, that's that's bad too. But yeah, yeah, Chicago Chicago is a political town, always has been, and unfortunately that sometimes that, that trickles down. You know, but um but also, also Shout out to any parents out there who got to break the bank getting their kids new clothes after two years. Hey, man. Hey, shout, big shout out. Big shout out to those parents. I'm hearing 
a lot of stories. Uh, I even um one sister that I follow on on IG, she you know she took her daughter to go shoe shopping, and you know before the pandemic, before the pandemic, she was pretty much like too young to wear any type of heels. And now she's grown up, you know, she two years. A lot of these kids them blew up, you know what I mean? Within mm-hmm. the time span of two years. And she's like, man, I'm at the grub, I'm at the uh, I'm testing my daughter you know, on, on two inch heels, trying to get her break her in. And I'm like, man, dude, like it's it's really getting that serious out here with these parents. Yeah, yeah. Like last time my son was at the hall, he was six. Now he's nine. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable, dude. It's yeah. Unbelievable. Like one brother, he I, I, I'm I'm sure when I see him on our meetings on Saturday, so our first meeting is gonna be this Saturday. And I'm sure when I come on Saturday, I, I got an old picture. His mom took a picture of me and him out in field service, and he was like to my elbow. And this was like before the pandemic. I know this kid is now taller than me. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to put money on it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Because, like, on camera, man, you can just be like, man, throw on that suit. Ain't nobody going to see it's too small. Or just roll your sleeves up. Or, you know, um, I, I even, you know, we even do the polos for the meetings. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But, uh, but yeah, man, he, 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 I'm glad I only got one kid. Shoot. <laughs> Yeah, man. K and G, you know the cleaners. Like they making they making some bank off witnesses, man. I forgot to take my suits to the cleaners. You just reminded me. Actually, you know what? I did a fashion show this past weekend. I said, you know what? I got I got to test out all these suits, man. See how they feel on me. And I think I got to take three of them back, you know, to the cleaners just to get them. Alterated. I ain't. I ain't like popping out of them though. So I was. I was proud of myself on that note. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't. I ain't. Oh, some kids. of these brothers. Some of these brothers, man. <clears throat> it looked like I'm in the net. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, this one brother told me in my my field service group. He was like, man, I put on this suit that I used to wear all the time before the pandemic. He said, man, when I put on that jacket, I put the jacket on, all I heard was <laughs> Dude, everybody on the Zoom lost it. You're like, oh, I can't wear this Very- suit no more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wish they let us come back like the NBA coaches with like just wearing like a pullover. Yeah, man. Or like a Bill Belichick hoodie or something. Like, <laughs> <I'm-> <laughs> This for the first meet, first couple of meetings, man. Let us, let, like, like, let us get, let's marinate into it first. Let's, we, don't wanna, let's, we don't have to hop from, you know, being comfortable. I ain't even comfortable wearing dress shoes yet. Man, man, all my dress shoes was all dusty when I when I uh, went on yesterday, bro. <laughs> Dude, my my dress shoes look awful, man. So I don't know, man. I might wear my house shoes, man. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my Clarks, my Wallaby. <laughs> yeah, man, I think we should do that. I think we should do that. But yeah, I, I'm looking for. I, I am. Look, I'm looking for an in-person meeting for myself. Um, 
there are a few friends that I ain't seen in a long time that I would just like to see in person. But mm. I think after a couple of weeks, I'm going to find myself like, man, man, I wish we was doing video conference. <laughs> I know I'm going to get hit. I, I know I'm going to get hit with that. Yeah, 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 I know. I know. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm gonna miss it, but I'm a, I'm gonna still take advantage of it when, when whenever possible. <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, I, I I had a shout out, but I forgot all about it. Maybe I'll think about it towards the end of the show. Maybe I'll just shout it out at the end of the show. But we get right into this NBA playoff race, man. It's getting intense, bro. It's getting intense. Especially like, in the East. Dude, the East is crazy, dude. The Celtics lost last night and fell all the way to fourth place. Oh, wow. They lost to the Well, they East. were only third. They were third last I checked, so they went no, from third to fourth. No, no, no. They were in first place. The Celtics were? Yeah. They were in first place oh, on wow. Monday. They were, wow. they were in first place on Monday, and then I think they, uh, they just suffered a horrible... I'm starting not to believe in the Celtics anymore because they just lost their center, um, Williams. Mm. He tore he tore his meniscus, so oh, that's, that's gonna good. really hurt them going into the playoffs. Uh, they, I mean, you got to rely on Al Horford, man. Dude, the Heat was running circles around poor Al Horford, man. I felt so sorry for that dude. <laughs> he was looking like he was looking like me out there, man. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know. I thought he was doing commentary. <laughs> man, he should. He, he, I think it's about that time, man. I think it's about that oh, time. Man, Al Horford out there playing a jersey. Like I thought, I thought he was with TNT. <laughs> yeah, he need to be. Now nah, I don't see him with with TNT. He a ESPN looking dude. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're yeah, right. Corny, corny ESPN. But uh. Yeah, man. Playoff races is, is begin, and one of the things last night, man, I don't know if you saw how the Spurs lost as of this recording. Last night, as of this recording, I don't know if you saw how the Spurs lost last night to the Grizzlies, but they were no, no. But I bet the Grizzlies probably ran them off the court. Well, they were until the fourth quarter. The Spurs made a furious <laughs> comeback. And with time, I think it was like they were down 112 to 111 with like four seconds left. The spur, you know, Greg Popovich drew up a perfect play for this no-name cat that's on the squad. And he was just, all he had was lane and layup and game over. He goes up for the layup and it was contested late, but the layup rimmed in and out. It did a Michael Jordan 98 Pacers rimmed in and out at the buzzer. So the Spurs, because of that, the Spurs fall back out of the play-in and the Lakers move back up in the play-in. Ah. So, <laughs> and John Morant didn't play. I actually, um, yeah, John Morant didn't play, but he was warming up. So it looked like John's going to be back this sometime this week. So, and, and by the way, by the way, I just want to clear up some before I get into my questions. Can we stop this whole, oh, the Grizzlies are 18 and two without John Morant nonsense? That well, means, I mean, what's that, the means that means they're better without them. 
that's that's probably a, a testament to good coaching than any than anything. Right. Why why can't we just give coaching credit, guys? Like, why can't we give the players credit that are on the they like they did a good job drafting players, building this team from the ground up, making and you gotta timely look at trades. The, yeah, and you gotta look at the teams they're beating too. It's like in those 20 games, like how many of those teams were like top tier teams? How many of those teams were below 500? You know, you got to look at that too. Like, like you just yeah. can't be like, oh, they're 18 and 2. So therefore, John Moran is blah, blah, blah. It's like, you know, it's like everyone's in a rush. If 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 your name isn't LeBron or KD, everybody's in a rush to discredit you as a good player, like, or downplay your contributions. And it's like, yeah, just stop it. Just stop it. Yeah. Please. Um, so that leads to my first question. Do you think the Lakers have missed a play in with all that being said? Absolutely. Like, like, because they're talking about sitting LeBron out for the rest of the season. Oh, they are. That's the talk. That's the talk. If they do that, they will definitely fall out of contention. Cause if if LeBron ain't playing, I doubt AD is gonna play. Cause honestly, I think LeBron was just still putting forth effort because he was trying to pass Carl Malone. Well, we know he'll be back next year, so you know he he can always pick that up. You know that little stat padding up next year, like like. Right. But and plus, he already passed him. All he got is Kareem left. So right, yeah, he already passed him. But like, you know, I'm looking at some of these. Well, not I'm not watching the Lakers games, but when I look at the highlights from them, I'm seeing these plays where like they got LeBron playing the five and he's just getting like just worn out by actual centers. It's like, man, he ain't about to do that for the rest of the year. They got what? Seven games left in a year? Yeah, seven more games left. You know, so yeah, like, 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 like shut it down. It's like, what are you even playing for at this point? Did they get blown out by the Suns in the first round? And it's like, I know Lakers fans are bringing up. We, we could, we could take the song. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you cannot. The Lakers team y'all had last year was better than this year's Lakers squad, and y'all couldn't beat the Suns. So what makes you think you're going to beat them this year? Exactly. exactly. With a worse squad. Come on, man. Get out of here. Y'all, y'all won't even beat any <clears throat> of these. The play-in right now, the, the competition in the play-in is the Timberwolves, the Clippers, the Pelicans. I don't think the Lakers can beat nine one of them. In the play-in. No. Before we, no, no. before we start talking about some sons, like come on, man. No, but that's that's tragic though about the Spurs, man. Yeah, man, dude. I I, I felt I, I was so hurt for dude, man. Like it was, it, you couldn't have drawn a perfect play, man. I mean, my man was wide open for the lay in. He put it up with the left, and it just it it went in, and then it came right back out. I was like, ah, oh, you gotta be kidding me. They, they, the, the basketball <laughs> gods, man, just want us, just wants us to just stuff the Lakers down our throat, man. Get these Lakers out of here, man. Basketball yeah, gods, get please. Look at these old on screen, man. <laughs> I would rather watch the Spurs, man. <laughs> man. But uh, my next question is do you think the Bucks? Can still come out the east. Absolutely, I think Absolutely. so too, man. I think so too. Uh, like, did you see that game against the Sixers? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I- I'm here to talk Woo. about that one. Now, there's a there's an underreported 
storyline here that I at least I I don't I don't watch ESPN. Maybe they brought this up. Maybe they haven't. But like James Harden put up 32 points. Joel and B did his thing for as long as he was on the court. What what's up with the coaching, man? With the Sixers. It's Doc, it's Doc this, Rivers, man. This is what I was talking about. Like, like I hear nobody blaming James Harden when Doc Rivers decides to pull Joel Embiid off the court in the fourth quarter. Now, yeah, it's just got like a clear lane to the basket. <laughs> you saw that dunk he did at the buzzer? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody there. I'm like, nobody where there to contest. Is- there is the defense, Doc Rivers. Yeah. Joel Embiid reported. Oh, man. I'm telling you, Doc Rivers wants to this up. Hmm. Hey, uh, so 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 what's his name? Joel Embiid reportedly said he was he was upset about that. I bet he was. I would have been too. And he basically pointed to that, him being benched. And Giannis going on that run is the reason to why they lost. Absolutely. Was was he in foul trouble? I I, I was. No, he wasn't. Okay. No, he he was not in foul trouble. So hey, yeah. Well, hey, I don't know what kind of strategy Doc Rivers is employing, if any, but uh, hey, man, I don't like. I said I don't want to hear nobody blaming James Harden, man. And I, I hate to defend him, but like, there's another, there's another factor to consider here. Honestly, the trade weakened them defensively. I felt, I feel like, I know they still got the eyeball and they still got, you know, but it's like defensively, they still are kind of, you know, they no one fears them defensively. Yeah, yeah. Right, <clears throat> like, you know, Joe gonna get his, Harden gonna get his. We all know that. Bucks. The Bucks definitely don't fear them defensively. <laughs> no, they don't. They don't. What's the name of Chris Middleton was having his 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 Kobe moment again? You know, Kobe moment. Chris came out to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when when that happens, man. The Bucks are hard to beat, man. You got Mister Everything. You know, Drew yeah. Holiday. Come on. Like I, I, oh yeah, no. I I said it at the beginning of the season, man. People are disrespecting the Bucks, and they need to stop it. Like these dudes, if if anybody's gonna win a championship this year, coming out the East, or if anybody's going to the finals, they gotta go through Milwaukee, and that's the bottom line. Yeah, I, I think I think the biggest threat to the Bucks is probably the Heat. Yeah, because the Heat—that's a long, you know. This this rivalry dates back to, you know, the bubble. You know what I mean? So, like, they—they—they've matched up twice, two years in a row, right? Heat won the first time, Bucks won the second time. So yeah, if they meet right. again, this will be matchup number three. So, um, but yeah, man, the, are the Clippers? With that being said, are the Clippers? And I know everybody talk about. Oh, the Nets. This is just my opinion. Everybody's talking about, oh, the Nets. You know, no one wants to play the Nets in the first round. But what about the Clippers? No one's really talking about them. Do you think they're a threat? And and Paul George is back? Yeah. 
Now you had asked if the Clippers were a bigger threat than the Nets. And you know what? In a, a vacuum, more dangerous lower seed than the Nets. In a vacuum, yes. But with the way the seeding is turning out, I'm gonna say no. Because I think that I think that the Clippers will have a harder time beating the Suns than Brooklyn can have beating the Heat, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. They're both dangerous. They're both dangerous, but like I think because of the way the seeding falls this year, I think I would still take the Nets as more likely to come out the first round than the Clippers, just because the Suns are so good. <laughs> you know, whereas with the Heat, I, I think the Nets can kind of catch them slipping. Yeah. But who knows? Like, who knows if Ben is going to come back who, or when he'll come back? Who knows what version of Kyrie Irving we're going to get? Um, you know, who knows? They didn't they just lose to somebody like they shouldn't have lost to the, yeah. the Nets. They lost to Charlotte. That's right. That's right. Dude, the Nets, I watched that game, man. I was I was actually flipping between that and, and the Oscars. And um, <laughs> <laughs> which we'll talk about later. But I, I was I was flipping between those two. And I, I was watching the Nets real closely. I just wanted to study the Nets. I was just I I didn't care about what Charlotte was doing. I mean, Melo was doing his thing, but Dude, on offense, man, the Nets do not run no plays, bro. It's they don't. Kyrie, it's Kyrie, what you gonna do? Durant, what you gonna do? And that's it. Everybody else is like interchangeable. Just moving around, playing defense, grabbing rebounds. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Grab, grab a re- be ready to grab a rebound if they miss. And and, and they're not a good rebounding team. So, <laughs> who is that? I, I was what I think it was Washington. He had uh, he had posted up Kevin Durant and scored on him, and then he did the little too little on on KD. Oh wow! Because you know KD's been doing this whole he's been going on this whole tirade on like he's been talking a lot of trash on the court, you know, talking about people too small for him and don't disrespect me. I remember it was a game somebody put. Um, man, it was it was one game. They put Hasim Whiteside. They were playing the Jazz, and they put Hasim Whiteside on KD, and KD shot a three on him. And he was like, eh, "Don't disrespect." He's looking at Utah's bench. He's like, "Don't disrespect me like that." Putting that. He ain't oh wow, Oh wow, KD, you flex. It's a flex on, on Hasim Whiteside. Okay, all right. Oh, we scared of you. You scared of you Come with your on, two man. rings that you uh you got riding <laughs> Steph Curry's coattails. Okay. You scared of you. You ain't been able to do nothing in Brooklyn, but uh you know. Because <laughs> he ain't got no coattail to ride. <laughs> we scared of you. So man, and that's but on another note, on a on a note, I'm looking at the standings. Well, before I get to this next question. I'm looking at the standings and I'm I'm about to call out something that could possibly be a major disappointment for a particular friend. Well, it wouldn't be a major disappointment for this franchise, but it would definitely be disappointing to the fans. So the Cavs have dipped down to the play-in and Allen is still hurt. Mobley is now hurt. They just lost last night. They might have to play the Hawks if the play-in was to start today. 
which means if they lose to the Hawks, they would they would miss the playoffs entirely. Would that be a disappointing season for the Cavs if that were to happen? No, because we 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 now see their potential when they're all healthy. They're still very young. I honestly think the Cavs are going to be. I don't know, man. I could be speaking too soon, but like, I think they could be like the Eastern Conference version of the Phoenix Suns, man. Like, that's true. You remember the Phoenix Suns in the bubble a couple years ago? Yeah. You know, going undefeated, but because of seeding, you know, they didn't get a chance to really, you know, do what they they were going to do. And then the next year, they go all the way to the final. They ain't even looked back since. Yeah, this cast team is like, has potential for that. Yeah. So get healthy. I mean, like, if even if they had made the playoffs, they would have either played Miami, Brooklyn. No, I'm sorry, Miami, Milwaukee, or um, or Philly or something. Philly in the first round, and, and likely would have went. Yeah, likely would have went home anyway. So like, get healthy, build on top of what whatever you already got, and then come back strong next season. So if I'm a, if I'm a Cleveland fan, I'm I'm excited with the team I got. I'm even looking at the Nets. Like if the Nets have to play the Hornets. I think the Hornets match up well with the Nets, man. That ain't no easy yeah. play-in matchup for the Nets. They could, the they one could dude, miss the playoffs. Who's the one dude? The center. Um, what's his name? The one. The one that was bodying LeBron. Oh, uh, uh, the center for the for yeah for, for, the, for Charlotte. For Charlotte, you got. I'm looking at their roster right now. Not Bridges. He's a power forward. Oh, uh, Mason Plumlee? No, oh, no, Contrails. no, no. No, it's a black dude. It Is might, it? it might be Bridges. Yeah, Bridges, PJ Washington. Those are the two big. PJ Washington. That's yeah. who it is. Yeah, PJ Washington. Because he, yeah, that's who I was talking about that had posted up KD and treated him afterwards yeah that dude is huge hey pj pj got game man that dude is huge man he he could throw his weight around a little bit too yeah it's like put him on kd yeah he was actually doing they did they he was actually doing a good job on kd so that's a that's that's gonna be a tough matchup for for the nets if they have to play the hornets so and they could put themselves in jeopardy and not making the playoffs at all which I'm gonna be. I will be more than happy to see that happen. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on that whole Ty? Did you you didn't check out that whole uh, Tyron Lue, Daryl Morey back and forth? I I did, but like I, I man, one of the most boring beefs ever. Like 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 Tyron Lue, worry about the Clippers, man. Worry about getting Kawhi back. Like, what you what you commenting on some some Eastern Conference team for, bro? Like, like Ty, Tyrone Lou strikes me as the type of dude that got a chip on his shoulder for what I don't know. Like, well, he's 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 um, he's, he's the other he's the other Eric Spolstra. He's the other guy that is he? Well, he's not Eric. Spolstra. <laughs> like, I think Eric Spolstra is much better. I'm just saying, as far as coaches that have coached LeBron and and ever since are trying to just you know prove themselves that they prove to the world that they are good coaches Spolstra did that beyond you know I think you know I I 
sincerely apologize to Spolstra for all the things I've said about him during the Heatles days. This dude is a great coach. But <laughs> so said about his coach. <laughs> 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 but Ty, but Tyron Lou, man, you know, he was he was LeBron's best friend. You know, he was going to man restaurants with mandolins and violins, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, w- watching you know game film with lava lamps playing, you know, in the background. Like, they, they some lames, man. They, they both lame. <laughs> <laughs> where's the boy at? Where's that? Where's the boy at to be saying? The, the, you know, <laughs> that be roasting. <laughs> we need that to pop up, man. On, on Tyron. <laughs> yeah, get out of here, Tyron. We don't want to hear nothing you got to say, bro. Uh. But yeah, man. And uh, last but not least, man, let's talk about the Joker, man. This, why is it that he constantly gets ignored? This um, man is because old. he the same Boy. reason, the same reason, the same reason they ignore Giannis because he's he's not from here. Um, you know, he's not from here. He's not buddy buddy with with other all star players. He's not part of the cool kids club. And uh, and that's 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 basically it. And, and playing for a city that ain't really a destination city. He don't play. You know what I'm saying? He plays yeah, in like Denver. a flyover city. Yeah. Yeah. Denver is really known for. It's more of a football town than it is basketball. So yeah, like the Denver Broncos are way more celebrated than the Nuggets there. So. Yeah, I, I I gotta Jokic is on verge of winning back to back MVPs, bro. They're not gonna give it to him, I don't think. I think they should. They should, but they're not. I think they're gonna give it to Embiid. I don't know. Embiid's starting to t- tail off a little bit, but he is. He is like like I I, I don't know, man. Like like. I mean, Joker makes a case. You know what I'm he saying? Makes a, dude, he makes a strong case. No Murray, no Porter, and he's still out there balling. Still yeah. out there balling. Will Will Barton is past his prime. You know, I don't know what's going on with my boy, but you know, I he's think not tearing up rims no more. He ain't, he ain't tearing <laughs> up rims no more. You know, Aaron Gordon is is Aaron Gordon. You know. Like Aaron, Aaron Gordon is who we thought he was. Exactly. <laughs> He's just a good player. That's it. You know, nothing special. And you know, you got Austin Rivers, who who I got a award for him later on in the show. Like, come on, come on, man. This dude is is. And I kind of figured. I said to myself when the Harden trade happened, I was like, man, I wonder if this might hurt. Joel and B's MVP run a little bit, and 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 I think it kind of is. I think it's kind of interfering with that a little bit. Ah, uh, I don't. I, I think I think if anything is interfering with it, it's Doc Rivers' bad coach. <laughs> which 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 well, Joel and B called out. If you want to hate James Harden for what he did in Houston. Fine, I get it. You know, and 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 torpedo went his way out out of. Uh... Oh man, look like the. Oh snap! They getting shot. They shooting out there in Rosen, right. man. 
Yeah, look like the look like the ops got somebody. Oh man. But um, you know, like if you want to hate him for that, fine, hate him for that. But don't hate him for like wanting out of a dysfunctional Brooklyn team. And don't hate him for you know Doc Rivers wetting the bed for what the fifteenth year in a row as a coach. Right. Right. Yeah, man. I I don't. <sighs> I, I I just don't. I don't know, man. Embiid. I don't know. I do you think that like who who could who else could coach that team? The the Sixers. Yeah. If they don't win a championship this year, you got to make a change at head coach. Yeah, um, Tony. I'm sure this. No, 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 no. Get Tony out of here. And him and him and Hart don't get along, right? Right. No, get get Tony out of here. It, it's. <laughs> I just thought about uh, that. I just thought about that game was on the episode when uh, Tony showed him his book of of offensive plays. Oh like, yeah, he's a defense. Where, where are your defensive plays? <laughs> defense? <laughs> uh, we don't play defense. <laughs> <laughs> he gave that Tony this this skeletor voice. <laughs> yeah, Jay's hard had that grin. They they show his like T fall messed up. Oh, <laughs> so funny. We they need, need to bring that back. They need to bring Game of Zones back, like, right now. Yeah, they need to bring that back. Um, shoot, what was we talking about? <laughs> I don't even remember, man. <laughs> we was talking about James Harden doing something. <laughs> but, yeah, we was ask, oh, I was asking him about, about who could coach the... the yeah, who could know. coach them? Um, shoot, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's, young, there's some young talented assistant coach out there that's that will be up to the job i i, I can't think of any names right now but it's got to be somebody somebody who can um, it's like it's like in the event that you face um in the event that you face brooklyn in the playoffs it's like you got two former sixers on that roster you should yeah. know you should know how to game plan around these dudes it's like, eh, it's like, just two weeks ago, Rodney, we were doing this episode and we were talking about the the, the, the loss to Brooklyn. Yep. yep. And now here we are. They just lost to the Bucks. <laughs> Badly Man. too. And th- I think the loss to the Bucks was worse because this is a team that you're potentially going to have to face in the playoffs. And well, both teams you know, they'll potentially face. Essentially, yeah, yeah. You know, the Nets if, in the first round if they make it into the playoffs. But but you're guaranteed, even if you get past that, you're guaranteed to play the Bucks some, somewhere down the line. Like you, you gotta show, you gotta show up. I mean, they were running away with it, man. And then all of a sudden, Doc Rivers just puts on. He's like, oh, you know what? I'm I, I'm tired of coaching. This this. I don't know, man. Doc, man, he's so overrated. Yes, he, he is. But anyway, um, as far as playoff matchups is concerned, you know, there, there is a lot of matchups that I would like to see in the playoffs. But I'm gonna hand it off to you. What are, What are some matchups that you would love to see 
in this year's playoffs, whether it's first round, second round, third round finals. Um, in the in the West, it, there's the only one in the West that I would like to see is Mavs and the Jazz because I kind of want to see Luca go off. I think I think the Jazz are very vulnerable, and if either one of those teams loses in the first round. They kind of got some questions to answer. Like, if the Mavs lose in the first round, they're going to have to figure out, okay, what kind of team are we going to build around Luka? Like, are we going to go all in for this small ball roster that we seem to have put together since the trade, or are we going to do something else? Now, if the Jazz lose in the first round, they got to figure out, okay, this Mitchell Gobert thing, is this really going to work? Who do we build around? Who do we trade? Like, they got some question marks. Like, because both teams seem to have a lot of potential, but, you know, but they have a lot of question marks, too. So I would be real interested to see what would happen in a Mavs-Jazz series. Now, as far as the East, man, we all know the one we want to see. Brooklyn and Philly. Yeah, everybody want to see that. Brooklyn and Philly. I want to see Ben suit up. Because if he don't, then that just that justifies Philly trading them. Like, like all these people talking all this mess about you know uh, uh, Brooklyn winning that trade. Okay, we'll see, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. I also wanted to see Nets Raptors just because I, I don't want to see Kyrie. <laughs> you know, so Nets Raptors is another one I want to see. Another one I want to see Bulls Raptors. I would love to see that. That that'll be a good first round matchup. Cause you know Demar gonna show out. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And the Bulls got the Raptors number this year. That's one like strong team they haven't really struggled with. Yeah, yeah. I I yeah. think um also I think would be an interesting matchup from a basketball fan's perspective would be Raptors Heat. You got the Kyle Lowry versus Van Fleet matchup. Oh, know, yeah. Winning a championship together. You know, that'll be a nice, you know, speaking of DeRozan, you know what I mean? That whole connection. I think that'll be a good matchup. I think, honestly, I think Toronto matches up well. You know, they got the bigs, you know, they're a pretty big team. So, and they're physical, just like the Heat are. It would make for a pretty. They don't have matchup. a lot of depth. They just don't have. Yeah. And that's the problem with Toronto. They don't have much coming off that bench. That's what's going to hurt them. Yeah, Nick Nurse been playing the same seven dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Nurse wearing these dudes out. <laughs> it's yeah. like you you ever you ever you ever been at like a uh like a gym Rodney and you got you got a nice little modest team, but you don't know you don't expect to light it up and then you just be winning games like somehow. <laughs> like and it's like oh, by, the man. Fourth, by the fourth game, you be you be by the fourth dude. win, you be like, man, I'm tired. Like, dude, I I remember dude, I've done that's happened to me a couple of times where I was, you know, that first squad, you get picked up, you like, man, in your head, you like, man, we're about to get ran off the court. You got one dude that's really good though, that's on your squad, and then you got another dude that can rebound good and everything. And then you five games later, man. I'm like, man, I wish we can we lose this next game, man. I'm, I'm tired, man. Right. I need to sit. Like, you be like, I mean, I like it, but then at the same time, it's like I be feeling so tired afterwards. Like, like yeah. I feel like I, I didn't just put up 50. I'm like, man, I only scored 10 points like, <laughs> all night. 
That's what I'm about to say. I mean, I was pulling up eight points and we played like five games, like two points per game. <laughs> That's the Raptors, man. Oh man. But yeah, yeah, that's that's a uh, that's a good point. What a, for me, I would like to see Grizzlies versus anybody uh, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I would like to see? What I would like to see? I would like to see the Lakers make the play in, and the, and they have to face the Grizzlies or somebody in the first <laughs> round. I would love to see them face the Grizzlies. That, that I don't want to see them face the Suns because we already know what's going to happen with that. I was just. The Grizzlies talk so much trash. They're so entertaining to watch after wins. Uh, you saw what they did to Malika Andrews, you know, uh, what was that, last week? Did you see that? No. You didn't see uh, Malika was uh, with, with Bane. She was interviewing Bane, and John Moran and the rest of the team just basically tackled Bane, and Malika Andrews is like in the midst of all this chaos. <laughs> It was somebody, hilarious, bro. Somebody was probably trying to cop a field. I think, the, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what the comment section was crazy on that one. <laughs> the comment section was crazy, <laughs> but yeah, man, they're fun to watch. Man, I would love to see. I would love to see that matchup. They be talking trash to the Lakers and, and just making them feel even worse, you know. So yeah, I, I like. I would love to see that. I would love to see that. <laughs> um, I would like to see Mavs versus Nuggets. I would, oh, I, yeah. I would love to see Jokic versus versus Dantich. You know, to and honestly, I don't know if this will ever happen. You know, a lot of I remember a lot of speculation started to you know a lot of conversation started developing when they showed footage of Dantich and Luca like kind of forming a bond during the all-star break and people were like oh there's a possibility they could be teammates and this that, and the other and i'm like super team man yeah man i don't uh, and the nuggets ain't gonna do that the nuggets ain't getting rid of joker and just like the mavs ain't getting rid of dantage like that's not that's not gonna happen but let's let's stop with that uh but i would love to see that matchup too uh a nice little european matchup in the first round and then um I, yeah yeah look at me clowning lately man <laughs> did you see what he did to the Cavs last night i did i did i did he did a larry he I, did the larry bird move yeah yeah <laughs> where he faked like he was gonna pass to somebody dude turned around <laughs> he just <laid> it. <laughs> i said i saw that i was like oh he clowning he is clowning dude he had no respect for the Cavs yesterday. Everything he did in that game was disrespect. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, as far as the East, I think you pretty much covered matchups that I want to see. Uh, I would like to see Bulls Celtics again. You know, Bulls Celtics never cease to disappoint when they, when, no matter what year it is. Like, mm, I know yeah. they have one, you know, this, they still go down as one of the greatest playoff series that me personally I've ever seen in 09. And even the series when when Isaiah Thomas' sister got killed and, you know, the Bulls went up two zip and everybody thought the Bulls were going to sweep the Celtics and Celtics came back. Like, it it makes for good drama when it's Bulls-Celtics. So I, I, would, I wouldn't mind seeing that matchup, too. Got Zach, got Zach and DeRozan versus Jalen and, and uh, Jason Tatum. 
Yeah, yeah that'll be a good matchup. That'll be a good matchup. Real entertaining to watch. I think the Bulls are a tad bit deeper than the Celtics. Um, if, if the Bulls get it together and realize that they are a good team and not just there, I, th- I think that's the problem with the Bulls. They just like, oh my God, we're 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 in fifth, or fourth. What do we do? Uh, no, just keep playing good basketball, guys. You guys yeah. are good. Just trust yourselves. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you got to say, man. Just get Rob Schneider in somewhere in the crowd, man. Just tell the Bulls, you can do it. And, and you know, they get it together. <laughs> like, man, everybody worried about the Bulls. Oh, oh they're going to. I had a dude text me the other night, man. Oh, man, the Bulls don't make the playoffs, man. They should fire Don, Billy Don. I'm like, dude, calm down, bro. Oh, calm down. It ain't that serious. <laughs> Who would ever thought the Bulls would finish in fifth place? The Bulls ain't firing no Billy Donovan, bro. No, not at all. He might not be the coach you wanted to have, but that doesn't mean that the that the, the Bulls organization is going to totally just dump Bill, Billy Donovan just because they finished fifth and or finished sixth. Like, dude, that's, that's progress. They didn't make the playoffs last year. Yeah, last year they were, what, 12? Yeah. <laughs> They weren't even close to the play-in. So, yeah, man. People need to calm down, man. The Bulls be all right. Uh, So, yeah. With that said, man, we're going to move on to our next segment. But before we do that, man, we're going to get to a commercial break. All right. Let's do it. Look at that. Calvin's got a job. Hey, Calvin. Go, young blood. Way to go. Wack Arnold's is proud to give young African-Americans an opportunity to serve their communities, making them feel responsible for the welfare of their own environment. Afternoon, ladies. Bill, you can you smell like french fries. <laughs> all right, we back. All right, all right. It's mailbag time, man. It's mailbag time. And uh, oh, great. I got like four mailbag questions. I got one. And it's it's basically related to the slap heard around the world. Um it, it, as of this recording, it's been like three, four days since that happened. So I'm pretty sure we've heard everyone's commentary about what <clears throat> they felt and everything. So I'm not gonna get into all of that with this particular show. You pretty much, you know, if you listen to vibes and stuff. Go see Ian's opinion on it. If you want to hear my opinion on it, if you don't follow me on IG, then you missed out. Um, I want to take this opportunity to ask you a mailbag question. And you kind of touched on it on Vibes and Stuff's previous episode you just posted. But have you ever had to put your hands on another human being after they disrespected your wife? Yeah, yeah, I have. Expound and, on that story because uh, you didn't you didn't expound you didn't expound on this story because of time <laughs> constraints you had to talk about hip hop and all that stuff. So th- this <laughs> here we here we are on Magnificent Vibes podcast. We known for story times. We known for telling you know deeper uh, you know insight book like material on some of these stories that happen in our lives. So so and I'm just going. to leave the floor off to you because i'm curious to know what happened with this situation <laughs> well um 
it was it was it, it, I, she wasn't even my wife yet we were we, we we had been dating for a year and um uh, a, a, a relative of mine uh I, I don't even know what kicked this off but a relative of mine who didn't approve of her for whatever reason uh started popping off at the mouth and you know i probably said something a little something slick back at the time but they were just going completely overboard now mind you this is after about like i said we have been together for like a year or so this is a year of talking mess so he said something that was was honestly kind of cruel and then laughs in my face to demonstrate how funny he thought his his comment was so i had to demonstrably show how funny i thought it was and now now mind you this is like a week before my 21st birthday so this is <laughs> this is this is young wild in okay uh wild, wild hunters in baby yeah yeah so i hauled off hit him in the jaw um Cassian came out yeah <laughs> that wasn't even Chazian. That, that, was, that, was that was that was just straight up hundreds in you know like you know a, 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 I would I would say a fight ensued but not really because like I wasn't I wasn't about to end it with a punch like the punch was the opening salvo for what I wanted to be a, just a throwdown fight you know and some other people were on the scene because we were on our way to a party and um oh man what happened uh I don't want to say no names man <laughs> but it was it was it was two other people present um and when this person fled they they ran into the car of one of the other people present and i had um i started trying to kick the window to get to him oh wow and i i I had a moment of clarity like you know what i can't i can't damage this person's car they ain't got nothing to do with this and they were trying they were trying to physically restrain me at the time and i I fractured my wrist on this dude's jaw so so i spent my 21st birthday with with my arm in a sling i remember going to the to the store to buy my first drink legally with my arm is still in a sling (laughs) and uh yeah i had to do it but i mean like and you know i i I had to take some congregational discipline for that because the person in question and uh i mean I i might be saying too much but the person in question had got into a physical altercation with another brother in the kingdom hall like maybe like yeah i know about i i know about that story i know about that story so told me about that right right so he had already gotten to a physical i'm I'm not gonna say physical it was a fight it was a straight-up fight at the fight bro and the person who he fought had a you know his his dad was an influential elder so nothing happened to them despite this fight happening in front of basically the congregation dude we need to have a podcast segment on influential elders but go ahead (laughs) (laughs) 
that's, that's I know a lot of them, but go ahead. <laughs> so, so because nothing happened with that, okay, three months later, you get into an altercation with somebody else. The brothers had to act. The brothers had to act. Yeah. And you, you can't punish one without punishing the other. So I had to, I had to, you know, I had to sit down for a little bit. And, uh, you know, it, it, it was what it was, but I, you know, I could have handled it better. I could have handled it better because, you know, I mean, or I don't know, because after, after I took it there, I didn't have no more problems with him after that. Hmm. Yeah, well, so, hmm. you know, that's why I can't judge Will too harshly. You know, but I was like I said, I was twenty, man. I was twenty. I wasn't it's a fifty a three, moment. I wasn't a fifty-three year old millionaire on live TV, right? <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I can't, I can't judge him too harsh. But yes, to answer your question, yes, I, I, I have had to put my hands on somebody uh, to to defend my wife. <laughs> hey Ian, did he boo boo in his pants after you punched him? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not to my knowledge. <laughs> oh. Not to my knowledge. But I remember, man, one of the brothers on my case, man, he was he was like almost apologetic to me about it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, man, we really don't want to do this. You'll bounce back, you know. Hey, you, you, you know, you, you had a, you had a, you had a, you had a moment, you know, you had you a last moment. Yeah. You know, I, I know how, you know, family could kind of get you there and we, you know, we feel kind of bad for you, you know, cause, cause, cause the other thing too, that, that you got to consider is, are other people witnessing this? Exactly. That always play a factor. And because it happened in, t- in front of at least two other mutual friends of ours, you know, it, it's it's officially public knowledge now. Exactly. You know, so I, I, I understood that at the time, you know, it was, it was, it was, you know, it was what it was, but, you know, uh, um, violence is never the answer, people. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's not. Speaking of violence is never the answer. I had a situation to myself. Um, I didn't punch the guy though, like you did, but I'll really. So my sister-in-law graduated from high school, and around that time, uh, Sierra, the singer, had a a hit record, and um, you know it was pretty big. It was the post Jazzy Faye record where she did the Promise song and all that stuff kind of put her on a more you know international map but apparently this one particular year this one particular summer she had a concert at the house of blues so i told my wife i was like you know i'm a year in married at the time i told my wife yeah i want to i know uh you know my sister-in-law she she's a sierra fan she likes her music you know and Stephanie's never been to a concert, so I figured I buy both of them tickets. You know, buy all of us tickets for like a little graduation present. You know, so nice. So we did that. We bought the tickets to the Sierra concert, House of Blues, and um, 
worst decision I ever made in my life. One of the worst. Oh, wow. One of the worst concerts I've ever been to in my life. Um, really? Yeah. So we get there, man. And I forgot. I didn't realize that it's not an age bracket or age limit. So, okay. you know, this is now I'm, I'm in the mix with all of these high schoolers slash like young adults. Who Yeesh. are still in 106, still in 106 in park mode? You know what I mean. And you know, I forgot who she had opened up for her. And you know, so far we in the crowd, and you know, I, I, it was really about Stephanie and, and, and my sister in law. So that you know, I let them go further up. You know, me and Danita stayed out. You know, kind of back because you know at house of blues is standing room that's it so mm -hmm. well we just let them go to the front because it's like this is their concert this ain't about us you know so sierra comes out so you're married at this point i'm married at this point okay so now sierra comes out she's got her dancers she's doing her thing and the crowd gets a little bit more antsy because now they see sierra and now everybody want to charge to the front and stack up all on top of you. So it felt like during the opening act, it felt like what was 40 people turned into like a hundred. And so I lost, I totally lost track of where Stephanie and my sister-in-law was. They they were actually, they actually worked their way to the front. Just so happened. Me and Danita stayed packed, but we were still like going more towards the front. And so Sierra was playing all her songs and everything. And you know, you know how the crowd gets when they play the most popular song. Now everybody wants to be in the front singing along with her, right? So I'm getting upset because me and my wife are getting smashed in the process. It's almost like Travis Scott level stuff, right? So, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, like, dude, like, I'm ready to go. At this point, I'm like, man, I, I you know, I, I'm not a big Sierra fan like that. You know, I wasn't listening. You know, I, I like her a few of her songs, but I don't really listen to the whole album like that. She playing the whole album. Kids are all into it and everything. And so it was this boy standing behind me. And, you know, he was he was uh, seasoned with salt, for lack of a better word. Uh, I don't want to get fired by the, you know, L you know what's oh by the alphabet people i got yeah, the you alpha, the, the alphabet people so you know he was seasoned with salt you know and and you know i'm sitting there <laughs> like, sound like he was seasoned with sugar see yeah more like seasoned with sugar you know a little sugar added on to it so he's, you know he he got the sugar snacks going he, he he singing to every song and everything but he like trying to dance all aggressively and i'm like dude you ain't got no i'm looking at this dude like man you ain't got no room to be dancing like this so we get more into it and you know next thing you know sierra's playing promise right now he gets really excited he bumps into my wife my wife pushes him next thing <laughs> you know he grabbed my wife and started screaming at him at, at her yes i Dude, I blacked out, man. I blacked out. I grabbed him by his now, shirt. Is this a big dude? 
No, he was about my size. It was it was no it was one of those no questions got to be asked. I see you touch my wife, it's over, right? I grabbed him with my bare hands. I grabbed him by his shirt at the top where the neck is at, and you know had my fist towards his face. And I said, "You better back up off my wife." You, uh, you know, and I, I don't know if I don't know what I said, but I know I said, "You better back up off her before it be a problem." Did you, did, did you curse? I don't know. Might have. <laughs> I don't know. Might have. <laughs> but like, you know, I didn't. I didn't go Will Smith. Keep your wife's name. You know, keep my wife's name out your mouth. But like, yeah, yeah. And he totally shrunk. And you know, he tucked his shirt back in, and, and, and he moved on to another area in, in the concert. Oh, so you didn't even have to hit him? I didn't even have to hit him. He got off with a warning. Was this? Was this? So was this GD Rodney? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is. <laughs> it's false flag and GD at uh, Jones Rod. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious, man. I can't even I can't even imagine you like yoking somebody up like that. Like, dude. well, I can for the right reasons, but man. Dude, it was like a reflex. It's just it's just Hirsch came out of Hirsch High School came out of me, man. Like <laughs> right away. Just no so when he grabbed her wife, what did what did he do? What he grabbed her arm? Her collar? He, what did he, he he pushed? He like he literally grabbed like he pushed her like not hard but kind of like and Dene all i saw was Danita turn around and i saw him cursing like almost cursing her out and i was like that's enough is enough right there like i they're face to face and i just i just stepped in and just was like took my hands and uh yeah Told Mr. Sugar Snacks, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted, man. I just look like this. <laughs> like normally, I'll be at a Wu Tang show. Right, right, right like, man. This ain't yeah, yeah. Like y'all think I'm one of y'all. Right, y'all little Sierra fans about to get broke off, man. You know that's hilarious. And after that, dude, I don't even. I just remember just being just mad the whole concert man just mad but at the end of the day stephanie had fun nikki had fun so that's all that that's all that mattered at that point you know they had fun at the concert and you know it is what it is but i will never do i i've made a vow never will i do a all ages concert at a house of blues again it's got to be 21 and up yeah, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I couldn't do that. Like Prem said, that, that's that's got to be what Hades is like. <laughs> like all these teenagers. <laughs> oh my god, dude, it was horrible. It was it was horrible, man. It was one of literally one of the worst concerts I've ever been to. Have you ever had to get petty? Not not necessarily get physical, but get petty in defense of your wife. Hmm. No, not really. Okay. Not really. Because Danita's really reserved and you know, a lot of people don't really start nothing with Danita. So. But see, that's the thing. Like, like 
there's often a misconception, especially in our community, that people who are reserved or people who are quiet are stuck up or um, I don't know, just. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not, a perception of that. Not worth respecting, you know what I'm saying? Right. Or they don't even give that person a chance. They just automatically judge them based off. Oh, she, you know, she bougie or she don't talk, she reserved. Right. So I don't really get down with her like that in comparison to somebody that tell you their whole life story and is always the life of the party and all the cameras are on them. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean physical cameras. I just, I mean people with eyes that they just crave attention to attract. Right. Or they just don't know how to blend or gel with somebody who's a little quieter. Because, see, my wife is quiet. Mm -hmm. You know, she she I mean, she'll she'll she 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 opens up around the right people, around people she's comfortable with. But for the most part, she's quiet, you know, and like people sometimes people just don't know how to respond to that, you know, and it, it's like, OK, well, let me, let me say something about this person before they say something about me because they don't they don't talk that much. So they probably don't like me. And it's like. It, it it caused this whole snowball effect because like you know that that was that was that was part of a lot of the the, the crap that I was talking about my wife when we got together it was like you know we were kind of new to the congregation and like you know people were listening to gossip other people were saying so when we got married the, the people who in the congregation who were responsible for that gossip i didn't invite them to the wedding <laughs> you know and it was it, and that was a thing you know oh, well, well, why didn't y'all invite this person oh because we we didn't invite them right you know, and it was, it was, that was it. That was it, you know? So, um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, you could have got hit in the jaw, but you, you know, you, but you right. just didn't get an invite. You just so. get an invite, you know? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? <laughs> right. I, I'll accommodate you, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you said you had some old mail bags Damn. for us. Man, man, man. I'm, I'm gonna have to cut these down. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna do, Let's see you know real quick what 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 do, where do you and your congregation or your brothers stand on announcing the deaths of people who did not go to your congregation like because for most congregations i've been at in the past if someone in a congregation dies obviously you announce that or if some like a, an immediate family member or spouse of someone in the congregation dies obviously you announce that but we've been doing we've had it's this trend man that, that we've been having lately where if anybody in any congregation around the city dies we're announcing it and i'm just like i don't want to be the dude to be like yo do we really need to announce this because we're announcing somebody's death literally every week rodney like so what how do y'all do it um so no we don't do that we we do announce people from other congregations if they've been to our congregation before like we for example we had a brother that used to go to burbank back when i first started going to burbank and he was only there for like maybe six months and then he transferred to another congregation because him and his wife moved they were an elderly couple and okay. his wife had already died like years ago but he ended up dying and he was in his 80s and we announced it to the congregation because there were, you know, it's still some, you know, original Burbankites that still go to the congregation that knew him. So it's like, okay, we announced it then because for those friends that grew up with him and knew him and everything in the congregation so they can attend and pay their respects, 
but that's about as far as we would go. We're not going to announce a brother or a sister where they have no relation to the Burbank congregation. Usually, usually if, you know, stuff like that, like, like say for example, a brother who is pretty known in a circuit, you know, that get, you know, that pretty much a lot of people know. Well, see, that's why usually that gets around. Usually that gets around without having to announce. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna get around. That's that's why I draw the line because it's like who determines who gets announced. It's like so we gonna announce the deaths of the popular brothers, but the brothers who weren't so popular, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's what I'm just kind of like. Where do we we draw the line? It's like we announce a death, Rodney, literally every week, or sometimes even two deaths, and it's like I'm just sitting there going, like, who are these people? They never went to Kensington. They don't have any relatives that went to Kensington. We announced a death for somebody who was the ex-wife of a brother, of a sister in our congregation. It's like nobody knows Mm-mm. her. Mm-mm. Hey, I got a story, a quick story, real quick story, dude. That reminds me of, is, 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 this, is this brother in my congregation? He's known for being a little kooky, you know? Um, he's he's <laughs> not he's not of our culture, you know? So okay. Painting paint a picture. When I, when I first started going to Burbank, after every meeting or before every meeting, he would come up to me and be like, hey, Brother Walker, hey, I, I just want to show you a couple of pictures here and you can keep them for yourself. Um, and it's always pictures of black brothers and sisters from like, and they're like old pictures, like from the 70s and 80s. He's like, you know, this sister, sister, such and such. She used to be in Bethel for a long time. Now she moved over. I'm sure you pretty much know who she is here. I'm like, people but at the at the time i didn't want to be disrespectful because i i was new in the congregation and so fast forward like maybe three or four years later man and i would say before that i started to i started declining his offer because he will always come up to me with pictures of some of people i don't even know black people that i don't even know so one day man i had bought me a new book bag for the meeting and so i cleaned out my old book bag and I checked one pocket, dude. Dude, I had a thick stack of pictures <laughs> of nothing but black brothers and sisters that I've never met a single day in my From the life. 80s. <laughs> From the 80s, bro. Brother Sanders was probably in one of them pictures. <laughs> right. Sister Williams, probably. Oh, man. I told Danita, I was like, man, look at this. She was like, she just started cracking up. <laughs> she was like she gave he gave Why you all you those pictures i don't know where he get these pictures from is he stealing them from somebody or i don't know like where he getting these pictures well well he live in the hood though he live in the hood okay yeah it was a brother his brother actually owns a huge used to own he just sold it recently but he used to own this big old property. It was kind of like, you know how London Town is like the uh, nest for witnesses? Okay, yeah. This building out this way represents London Town out this way. It's nothing but witnesses that live in that building. So I'm sure he knew a lot of our people that goes there and, you know, that lived in that building. And he probably, you know, seen them at the assemblies because they're all assembly pictures. They're not like at the Kingdom Hall. These are pictures from the assembly. Okay. And it looked like it's from the assembly that was on Halstead. Oh, wow. 
You know what I mean? Oh, Ashland, that yeah. old. So before I even became a witness, man, like I'm like, I don't know these people, but I guess if you want me to keep the pictures for future reference, I will. I guess that's what I was doing. But I didn't realize I was just, you know, I'm I'm trying not to be disrespectful. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to take it all in, being the only black person in the congregation and not turn into Hirsch High School on this dude. And, you know, apparently, man, I, I guess I was just milking it. I was just like, all right, thanks, man. I put it in my I mean, the first thing he does, as soon as I walk into Kingdom Hall, he's giving me pictures. I'm like, okay, thanks, man. I just put them in my <laughs> put bag, keep on. Yeah, they man. stacked up for you. Wow. <laughs> he's just stacked up, man. What? So, I, I got so many questions, man. Like, why did he think you wanted them? I'm black, man. I mean, ain't no other black people there. Like, exactly. <laughs> He ain't sending, he ain't giving them to no other brothers in the congregation. If I'm the only black person there, he just That's assumed crazy. that I knew, he just assumed that I knew these people. I don't know, I don't know them. Like, if you don't, <laughs> like, give it to them. Like, you can have that, bro. Like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. But, but, but it, it just made your story of, you know, the, this whole announcing brothers that nobody in the congregation knows. It kind of re reminded me of that. Yeah, and it's like, you know, we got 12 elders on the body now, and you know, a couple of the newer elders, they're, they're very eager, you know, and it's like, before the meetings, it's always like, well, are we gonna let the congregation know about so-and-so dying? It's like, and I don't want to be the one to knock it down and be like, man, ain't, don't nobody know him. Like, <laughs> like, why are we announcing this? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I understand you might've known him, but like the rest of us didn't know him. Like if I if I came to the body with everybody I heard died, yo, we'd be inundated with death announcements. Yeah. And it's like it gets to a point where it's just like it's it starts to become kind of depressing. Cause every week now we're gonna hear about somebody dying. Hmm. So it's like I'm trying to figure out a tactful way to be like, yo, we don't need to announce all these deaths. Right. You know, hopefully I'll have an update for the listeners soon, but I'm trying to figure out how to broach that topic. It's like, it's like, you know, we got our little tech circle and like, you know, Vince and Javon might throw out, you know, somebody, hey, if you knew so-and-so, they passed away. And it's like, that's cool. Yeah, that's but cool because like, you don't want to miss that. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm not taking that info back to my congregation. Could somebody in a congregation might have known the person they're talking about? Yeah, it's a possibility, but... There's no need to run that act, you know. Yeah, y'all, we got announced, blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> quote Cameron. You know, people get shot every day, B. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. And all right, my my next my next my next mailbag question: What song are you bumping on your way back to the first in-person meeting in two years? Man, that's a that's a really good that's a really good question. I'm still I still don't know yet. I still don't know what which which direction I'm gonna go. And, and I know the obvious. I know people and you got the people out here. Oh, original songs and this and other. And I, listen, no disrespect to the original songs. Okay, no disrespect to the original songs. <laughs> I have my fair share of favorite original songs. Okay, but I'm not gonna be bumping no aye. 
I ain't on the way to my first meeting to the kingdom. I'm not. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be bumping something that you know that's gonna get me fired up. And whether it's an original song or not, that's what's gonna fire me up. But I really don't have. I'm. I'm when you asked me that question off wax, man, I was like, man, that's a good question, man. What am I gonna bump, man? Am I? I don't want to be corny and bump something like Return of the Mac. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to <laughs> do nothing like that. <laughs> Return of the Mac. Pull it up to the hall like, Nobody gonna be. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do, do, do. Or, or, you know, where my homies or something like, I don't know, man. All right, hey, man. Hey, where my homies? That's not a bad choice. Hey, where my homies might be a good one, man. I, might, I just thought of that one off the top of the head, man. Speak with me through the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> I might bump that in field when we go back to field service. Maybe I'll do that. <laughs> when we go back to doing door to door, I might I'm, bump that. I'm probably going to bump Show Improved by Inspector Deck. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I'm probably gonna bump that, and I'm probably gonna bump Troy by Pete Rock and CL uh, Smooth. Yeah, yeah, that's fitting. That's fitting. Reminisce. Yeah, were they reminisce over you? Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I wonder what Brother Sanders gonna bump. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, I don't know. Maybe some some. You got what I need. But I tell you. <laughs> Oh, man. I know, I know. Sister Willie's gonna be bumping that new Benny the Butcher, though. Oh man, she, you know, you know, Sister Willie's gonna be bumping that like back Conway. two times. She's gonna be bumping she that back like, two. She actually like Conway more. Oh, she like Conway more. Yeah, oh, she, 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 like Conway. When they, she like when Conway say talk to him. <laughs> she probably gonna be she gonna be blasting that lock low. <laughs> she gonna be bumping that uh, that Goldberg versus Undertaker. Oh man! No, but bro Sanders, bro Sanders, he like Benny. He like Benny because Benny be talking that street stuff, and that that yeah, reminds me of yeah, bro Sanders yeah. what he used to do back in the day. Yeah, you know he, you know he got the Ford Expedition rhymes. You know what I mean? So yeah, like <laughs> that, that that relates to brother Sanders. You know, hey, I, I like I like me the Benny the Butcher. You know, he, he reminds <laughs> me of the, the Megan the Stallion. Why you got to put the in front of everybody? <laughs> He like him some to Benny the Butcher. Oh man, that, that, that's hilarious. You know, bro, saying you know he don't do that stuff no more. No, I don't do that. I don't, I don't do that, man. I, I, I'm just trying to stick stick to my jazz music, you know. Whenever I'm, <laughs> I'm out in field service, I put on that jazz music. Make it, but when I'm by myself, you know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he ever got rid of those Ohio Player records, man. Nah, man, he just put black tape over the over the expensive <laughs> part. I was like, okay, yeah, brother, brother Sanders, I see the effort you trying not to stumble nobody. Okay, I, I respect it. The music's still good, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> say, type. He's the type of brother that put the uh, you know over his so you won't see his Ohio players stuff. He put uh, "Hear My Dear" by uh, Marvin Gaye in front of it. <laughs> hey, man, that's that's an album about his wife. You know. What I mean? you know I listen to. <laughs> I listen to that album. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> you know, Verrill Sanders, he cleaning it up, man. He didn't, he, he got all, rid of all his, his he, he don't call them R-rated movies. He call them restricted movies. He got rid of all his, <laughs> all his restricted movies except for, Foxy, except for Foxy Brown. Oh, yeah. Got to keep Foxy Brown on deck. Got to keep that on deck. Yeah, he couldn't bring himself to get rid of that. Now I don't blame him. No, I don't blame him either, man. He definitely got the good times, all the seasons and DVD. He got those. You know, <laughs> got to make sure you know stay. He got to keep Thelma in his, in his back pocket now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. We going off the. <laughs> you got one more bad, uh, mailbag question. <laughs> oh man, one more, one more. Should first and second seed teams. This is a conversation or a suggestion that's been going around. Should first or second team, second seed teams in the in the NBA be able to pick their first round opponent? Uh, man, that's a that's a that, that question got a lot of layers to it because it's like you know, as a first seed team, you want to be like I don't care who we play. You know how that goes. You know that's the original narrative uh, it doesn't matter who we play as long as we play good we'll, we'll beat anybody but deep down inside you know if you had to choose between the charlotte hornets and the, the brooklyn nets or the cavaliers and the brooklyn nets hey i'd rather play cavaliers make, my, make it easy. why would i want to make it hard for myself yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now it can also backfire too. Because it's like it can if a team gets, yeah. gets picked in the first round, they might have a chip on their shoulder. Like, oh man, you want you want us first? All right, well, I guess we'll be, give it to you then. Exactly. That's yeah. why so many many layers to this. You know, the team that's being picked as sacrificial lamb is going to take it personal and be like, oh, they're going to play a little bit more, you know, tough. You know, it's going to make for a more physical matchup. So, yeah. That's a good question, man. I, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. So, yeah, like whoever makes it out of the play-in, don't see them yet. Just let the first two seeds pick who they want to play. Yeah, now, of course, the first seed team would get first pick. And then yeah. the second team would get second pick. I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know how I feel about it. It, it. it seems like it would be interesting, you know, because what if the Suns be like, nah, we don't want the Clippers. We want we want Minnesota because that's who I would pick. <laughs> right. And then the second seed team might have to face, you know, the Clippers. But, um, well, shoot, what if they pick the Nuggets or somebody? I don't know. It's interesting. It's got the potential for some for some chippiness. Right, right. It could, man. It could. But I, I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. You know, it makes it interesting. Yeah, yeah. But uh, real quick, we got a few more. Got a little bit more time left, man. We can hit this Steers face up. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do yeah. it. My, my comments on this one are kind of brief, bro. So let's do it. Oh, mine's is going to be brief, too. Because uh, both, both of these restaurants are very similar in styles. So it's nothing, not really much to tap into or like really debate about. It's either you like one over the other. But I got sharks, <laughs> chicken and fish, 
one you can find these on any like corners and some of the hardest neighborhoods you'll find in chicago and j&j's fish dude i am staring at a j&j's fish right now <laughs> where you at i'm on the corner i'm on the corner of 144th and um atlantic and riverdale in the in the cvs parking lot and right, right across the street is a chase bank and a jj fish you plot you plotting to rob it hey that's a good idea <laughs> <laughs> Rob the chase, then go next door and buy me some fish. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, you know, I'm curious to hear uh, you know, who you got between these two restaurants. Man, dog, they kind of both lose. <laughs> like, it's it's they both just do the same hood food, man. Like, if I had to pick between the two, I guess I would go with sharks because they have a they have a bit of a wider seafood menu and I like the seafood, but like that's by a hair. Like the only time I eat sharks or JJ's is if like, man, it's just, last time I probably had JJ's was probably like at an eighth grade graduation <laughs> party. Oh, wow. Like, like, I don't really mess with either one of them. You know what I mean? Like, cause they, they just do, they just do hood food, man. And it's like, hood food is all good, but if I'm gonna give me some hood, Food, I'm gonna get like Harold's, you know. Um, or I'm gonna hit up one of these hole in the wall jerk joints. I don't even really mess with sharks and JJ. Like JJ's, I ate that a lot in high school because they used to have those pizza puffs. Yeah, well, I'm sure they still got them. I, I, I just, you know, once I got older, I was just like, man, I can't eat this crap no more. But if I had to go with one, I guess I'll go with sharks. I'm I'm gonna go opposite, man. I'm going J and J's, man. And and here's why. Yeah, to be honest, I might not even could tell the difference. <laughs> you know what? I could tell the difference because I feel like sharks relies too heavily on that lemon pepper seasoning. And oh, see, I like the lemon pepper seasoning. I like it too, but sometimes I feel like sharks oversaturate their chicken with it. And then I feel like sharks be cheating you on the wing size. Like, man, I feel like every time I get sharks, man, them wings be looking super puny, man. <laughs> and I'm, playing, I'm paying all this money. You know, sharks ain't, ain't cheap no more. You know, sharks ain't got expensive. And I know the reason mm. why is because the price of wings overall has gone up since the pandemic. But, bro, like, give me some good wings, man. Don't be giving me these little small little petty little chicken wings man these little fluffy chicken wings i can't do nothing with that and i feel so i found out when i moved out here to burbank we didn't have you know the <laughs> we didn't have our hood spots you know we didn't have our hood spots we had the billy joe's that sell italian beef and all that other stuff you know you can get um you know you got billy bobs and you got the patio and you know all these barbecue pub places and stuff like that and it's cool but every now and then man you want you want a little 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 lemon pepper in your life you know what i mean so i was studying with the brother at the time that he and he lived in justice and justice is not that far from burbank and justice is kind of like the the black community that i didn't 
know about until I started studying with him. Because when I drove out that way, I was like, man, you know, it was kind of like, it's a bunch of like apartment buildings. It's like an apartment building complex. And when I drove in there, you know, I had my music blasting and everything driving in there. You can blast your music in Burbank, man. Nobody cares. You know what I mean? I blasted my music. I'm pulling up in Justice, man. Gated, gated area. I'm seeing, I saw one black person. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, so the food must be good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know the food. I didn't know about J&J's yet. I didn't know about J&J's. I'm just telling you my experience pulling up in the com apartment complex. And... I saw one black dude, you know, I was like, okay, okay, still blasting my music. Then I saw a couple of other dudes outside barbecuing. I'm like, oh, let me turn my music down. <laughs> I see more black people. I'm like, oh, yeah, let me turn this all the way down. I roll my windows up. And so, you know, I go in, I had a study and everything. I finished the study. I'm like, man, man, what can I go eat? What can I get something to eat that's close around here? He's like, oh man, this is J and J's right across the street. I'm like, what? Now at this point, I didn't know it was a J and J's out this way at all. It was one injustice. He's like, yeah, man, we go to that J and J's all the time. Man, I went up in that J and J's. Man, I felt like I was back at home. Man, I had the biggest smile on my face, man. And dude, it was it was legit. It was legit. The chicken wings were at a good size. You know, I ordered fish from there before. Fish was was nice and right. I'm like, man, this is what's up. So one day, you know, actually a sharks just opened up around my place, right? And I went to that sharks, man. Same story, same story. Little bitty, really. Same story, little bitty wings. Well, see, I don't get wings from sharks. I get, I'll go ahead. I was like, man, let me just get the catfish. You know what I'm saying? Filet. Catfish fillet is good. I give, I give sharks credit. Their catfish fillet is good, but their catfish with their bony and catfish, I can't, I can't do it. They, they give you these little small little pieces, man. And I feel like the the catfish, the bony and catfish at J and J's is better than sharks. I, I just, I don't know, man. I, I just. I just don't care for sharks, man. I'm more of a J. Yeah, I, and to be honest, man, I really don't. I, and I could be completely wrong. I, I, I can see that I can be completely wrong on this day's face, but I just don't order enough from either one to to really judge, you know, accurately. Maybe, but it's just I associate it all with just like the worst bottom of the barrel hood food, and it's like <laughs> I'm just like I'm good on that. You know what I mean, like. Like, man, bro, I, I had to get my car worked on not too long ago in countryside. And, um, you know, it's not terribly far outside of Chicago, but I was going to be there for a few hours. So it was like, man, there's some joints around here to eat. And I was like, all right, I'm in a mood for something different. And, you know, it's countryside. So I ain't no, ain't no heroes. Ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Ain't no, none of the usual hood joints. There's, there's a, a, a joint next door to the car place called the Halal Guys. Man, bro some of the best food ever the halal guys I'm halal yeah oh that's like arabic yeah it's like arabic it's like i guess it's it, they have beef but it's like it's 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 processed and and cut according to like uh you know islamic standards or whatever to make sure everything's cool but boy man the rice 
the palafs, the 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 gyros. It would do. It was better than the hood. I'm like, yo, they need to put a halal guys on the south side, man. Like, I'm like, I, I'm good, man, Ronnie. I'm in there tearing it up. It, the whole meal cost me like twenty four dollars, but I didn't even care. No, 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 no. You can pay with the card. Oh, okay, because we got one similar to that around my crib, and they like they don't do credit card at all. They just take cash, which you know I get. You know what I mean? I understand they don't want the government after them, but you know it is what it is. Government gonna find you. Oh yeah, yeah. If they really want to find you, yeah. <laughs> but man, interesting, interesting. I'm gonna have to check that place out. You said where is it at? Man, it was in countryside. Now, I mean, I'm a, I'm a Google. Yeah, I'm a Google the halal guys. I mean, it's not terribly far from you, I don't think. I mean, I don't um, have to hit the expressway. But... Would you? Okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Do they got one close? <laughs> oh no, no, they don't have one close to me. Yeah, you're right. It's in countryside. They got one in Chicago. They got three. Where we're at. They got two in Chicago. They got one on. Let's see. Uh, let's see. North Wabash, 172. That sound. That's. Oh, it's at the Cultural Center. Oh, they must have just opened that because I I used to do Metropolitan Witnessing at the Cultural Center. So they that that's they just opened up one right there and then. Wait, who, what, who's got Cultural Center? The cultural center is it's like an art place and then right under it you know they're right next to like you can connect to it from the metro and under the tunnel there's like a whole bunch of restaurants so the halal guys might be down there okay okay it's good man if you're in the mood for something different you know a nice change of pace you don't feel like eating burgers and fries or something you know what I'm saying? I strongly recommend it. Okay. That's cool. But uh yeah, man, that's that'll do it for uh this face. Ian chose sharks. And, and I chose J and J's. Real quick, this uh is <laughs> a it was this old guy. He he kinda reminded me of brother brother Sanders a little bit. I used to work with him back in uh 07 when I was working at this building downtown. And uh, you know, I remember one time we were talking about sharks. And uh, he was like, oh, no, man, stay away from that sharks. I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, don't eat sharks, man. Don't eat sharks. I was like, why you don't eat sharks? He was like, because you know what they sprinkling on your chicken. I was like, what? I was like, lemon pepper, right? He was like, no, nah, they ain't lemon pepper. He's like, that's, that's gunpowder. <laughs> <laughs> With some delicious gunpowder. <laughs> that's what I told him. Why, 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 why black folk gotta make stuff up, man? Oh, man, you know how we are. You, you know you got them conspiracy theorists out there, man. Like, first of all, do you ain't gunpowder expensive? Yeah, it is. <laughs> Very expensive. So, like, like oh, yeah, they're just sprinkling this willy-nilly on chicken. Come on, man. Because seasonings don't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> come on, man. He probably uh, worked for J and J's. He probably low key do. <laughs> oh man, let's get to these awards, man. Before I run out of time, 
Hey, real quick, I, I started a rumor a couple years ago that, uh, like, you know, I, I sell, you know, liquor to the community. And, and one of my big competitors is uh, Barefoot Wine. And I started a rumor that Barefoot was owned by the KKK, just so oh, just so my wow. sales would go up. Dang. <laughs> I was like, that's why they that's why they logo is a Barefoot, because it, it, it's a harkening back to the slaves that used to run away Barefoot. Wow. <laughs> wow. And people believed it. And you got to sell. You got to sell. Right there. It's all oh, Okay, I'm about to start a home then. Wow. That's crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, let's get to these awards, man. Big Head Rico Awards. You got one? Yes, the Phoenix Suns fans, man. I I, I get I get that y'all riding for y'all team, y'all riding for y'all 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 boy. But what y'all did to my girl Rose Gold Wednesday was not called for. Wait a minute, what what they do to Rose Gold? Man, she got dragged because she made a comment. She was talking about the MVP race, and she somebody was like, well, "What about Devin Booker?" And she was like, yeah, Devin Booker's having a good season, but like realistically, he's not the MVP because of yada, yada, yada. And dude, the Phoenix Suns fans trashed her. They said she ain't know what she was talking about. She was dumb. She only got her job because she was pretty and she's being disrespectful to the game. I mean, they came after her, bro. And I ain't like that. I ain't like that. Before Ross yeah. Gold knows, last time I checked, she knows her sports. She does. And before there was Malika Andrews, there was Roz Gold. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah, man. Yeah, get out of here with that, man. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't with that. Uh, I don't have a big hair Rico award, but I do got an essence of Otis award. And this, <laughs> and, and this one goes out to OJ Simpson. Oh, I think I know what this is for. <laughs> OJ Simpson had the nerve to criticize Will Smith for going on stage and smacking Chris Rock saying that he didn't like what Will Smith did and should have handled it differently. <laughs> what? Hey man, OJ Innocent. OJ Innocent, I'm telling you. <laughs> man, get out of here, OJ, man. Ain't nobody coming. To you get this up. OJ Simpson is a voice of reason now. Get your, get this is where we at. Here, man. <laughs> hey, man, I like me some OJ Simpson. Man, he a clown in my opinion, man. That's he ain't kill nobody I knew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you got a, a Essence of Otis Award? Um, I actually don't. I actually don't. All right, Cuddy Award. Um, mine's go to the Greek Freak. Um, blocking and beads, potential winning layup. Uh, that ain't a bad one. That ain't a bad one. Mine, mine is going to the reporter that stepped to uh, Russell Westbrook in that uh, post game uh, presser. Did you see that? Uh, it's so many of them. He had another incident. Yeah. Yeah. So Russell Westbrook tried to get. A little froggy with the reporter because the rep it was after the um I think the Mavericks lost and the reporter was like you know basically like what needs to change this is Russell Westbrook what do you think needs to change and and the reporter got brolic with him and he was like how about winning 
And and Russell Westbrook said again, well, what do you think needs to change? And he was like, I just said winning. Well, well, uh, how you gonna and, and the and, and the reporter like was giving it back to him. And then Russell Westbrook got up and tried to get in the dude's face, and it was like, I noticed it was the big black dude this time. And like he wasn't backing down. And he was like, he was like, I get paid to ask the questions, you get paid to answer them. Like, like, you know, don't flip this back on me. And like Russell Westbrook had to like shake the dude's hand and and and, and walk it off. And he tried to act like he tried to like play it off like like they were cool or something. And it's like, bro, you tried to intimidate a dude that you thought was intimidatable. He wasn't backing down, and you had no choice but to walk it off. Cause he asked you a tough question. So props to that, props to that reporter for knocking Russell Westbrook down a flight of stairs. Oh man, big props for that. Man, I'm gonna have to go back and look at that. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Russell, he a clown. He another clown, oh, bro. He a clown. He a clown. He and the clown. very fact that you don't have enough self-awareness to be like, man, we, we losing a lot of games. Let me let me at least let me create a padded, a padded g- generic answer. You know what I mean? To say in these post-game pressers, you lack enough self-awareness where you're not, you can't even be like, oh, well, you know, we don't have a full roster or, you know, we, we need to just put forth a little bit more effort on the defensive end. And, you know, sometimes shots ain't dropping. And, you know, we got off to a bad, you, you're not even just, oh, 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 what do you think needs to change? Russ, Russ needs to go somewhere and sit down, man. Go on, just, 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 just take yourself out for the season, and just let, just let this Lakers. Don't even try to make a play in, man. Twin, I don't want to see them no more. Yeah, they are, y'all just spinning y'all wheels right now, like, like, just bow gracefully. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you played yourself a ward. Uh, I didn't have nothing at first, but since you told me that story, Russell Westbrook, you played yourself. <laughs> he is also my you played yourself winner. Yep. Uh Milk Carden Award. Um I, I I had I had the Warriors, but I'm gonna take that off, man. Cause when I thought about it, I'm like, the Warriors have been hidden, been hampered by injuries, so I'm not gonna do them like that. Yeah, I don't I don't have a Milk Carton Award just this this go around. It's a shame what happened to Austin Rivers last night. I couldn't wait to get to this one. I couldn't wait oh, what to happened? Get, everybody, everybody losing their minds over, oh, it was the worst call ever. So Austin Rivers in the middle in the middle of a tight game um, was being guarded by one of the greatest defenders of all time in Lance Stevenson. And he made a move with his elbow. The greatest defender of all time. Yes, the greatest defender. Sorry, correction. So Austin Rivers did a move and like with his arms like as if he was like using his elbows and it appeared that austin rivers elbowed lance stevenson in the face and lance stevenson got you know pushed back a little bit causing an offensive foul call but when the refs went to go look at it they decided to eject austin rivers out of the game but As they should for him, for him elbowing the goat. But if you look closely at the instant replay, he didn't touch him. <laughs> Can we? I know the Oscars are looking at penalizing Will Smith 
for his his, his Oscar award. But I think I think if you get if you if 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 you guys basically remove the Oscar away from Will Smith, can you please give it to Lance Stevenson? So that could be another accomplishment in all of his great accomplishments, winning an Oscar. <laughs> For oh, the greatest this- act that I've ever seen in NBA history that was so effective to the point that it got another player ejected. This dude is the GOAT, man. He is the GOAT. He is the GOAT. Here's the thing. You go on YouTube right now. You There's compilation after compilation of LeBron flops and calls yeah. that he got yeah. for those so yeah. if if you can if you can give those calls to the, the the pretend counterfeit goat, you can get those calls to the real goat. Exactly, exactly. Mic drop, mic drop. Yeah, I said it. I, 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 I and, and, and Jordan, I know you listening, but yes, Lance Stevenson is still the goat. <laughs> and he took it personal. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it. That'll do it for the show today, man. <laughs> man, yeah, excellent show, man. And uh, pretty yes, soon, yes. pretty soon, playoffs is about to start, so we'll definitely be back for that. And uh, but in the meantime, man, enjoy this. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Check out vibes and stuff if you haven't done so already. New coffee and beast episode coming tomorrow, I think. So yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, stay tuned. Oh, shout out to, to Brother Sanders for holding coffee and beats down too as well. Yes, yes, he sure did. He sure did. We got we got a full 10 minutes of Brother Sanders. That was cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this hat on his fedora on and everything. Yeah, man. Yeah, he came to represent, had his had his piano that he had since since 1960, you know. That's how you do <laughs> and, 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 and be on the lookout for the new Brother Sanders uh beat tape dropping soon. He He's still getting that together, you know. Now that we're going back to the hall, he 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 regrouping. He getting his, you know, he getting his bearings. But he he gonna have something for us uh, by picnic, by congregation picnic time. <laughs> Real quick before we go, yeah, I had a brother ask me. He's like, man, is that a picture of Aunt Esther? I was like, yeah. He's like, man, that's so funny because I know a bunch of sisters that look <laughs> like us. I know a bunch of sister Williams that look like Aunt Esther. <laughs> Bro, bro, it's a real person, man. I'm telling you, everybody know one. Everybody know one, man. Everybody know one. <laughs> Dude, I screamed when I read that comment, man. Wait, which one? The, oh, the dude that, that had, he had text. Actually, he had texted me about the. He saw oh, the album oh. cover. He saw the album Got cover it. for the mixtape. He was like, "Is that? He was like, Is that my Esther?" <laughs> <He's> like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, I know some sisters that act like <laughs> Yeah, bro. They the backbone of the congregation. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah. But with that being said, man, I got to go. I ain't, well, actually, I'm off today. I ain't got to cut no heads. I got the meeting tonight. So, I'll see y'all when I see y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We going to do a recap of... Uh... Of, of of our returns to the hall, our respective congregations. Yes, sir. Maybe we'll have some stories, you know. Oh, you know we're gonna have some stories. You know we're gonna come back with some stories. You know. So let's let's y'all stay tuned. Yes, sir. And and we out. All right, peace. <laughs>